welcome back to our podcast queer and allied and to our episode gender non binary what is it this podcast is a complimentary podcast to our magazine queer nama whose first edition is available for free on www.queernilayam.org and we are planning for the second edition to release the second edition in september so anyone and everyone's contribution are welcome and we represent queer nilayam a support group based out of hyderabad which conducts weekly virtual meets monthly book club meets and uh, occasional meetups for party apparently there's a party today if you can brave the weather of hyderabad <laughs> and many more other things the music club i think uh, we should forget about it i should i think i should stop mentioning it because uh, i don't know where it is now <laughs> I'm your host I'm Vikram I identify myself as non-binary uh, with pronouns they and them but I'm not extremely particular about them but it is really nice if you use them and I have watched a TV show this time unlike every other times uh, I have watched a TV show called Good Omens which has David Tennant and Michael Sheen and there is a homo social relationship between those both i mean david tennant is definitely swoonworthy there is no doubt about it and michael sheen is also amazing but uh, the relationship between them is borders on homo erotic and uh, i don't know they they left it open they, it was ambiguous and they i think it was good enough or maybe not i don't know i enjoyed it thoroughly because there was many queen tracks used as a background song and uh, right now i am my queen face so i had a absolutely wonderful time watching it it's on prime video for anyone who wants to check it out and uh, we watched a movie called margarita with a straw as a part of uh, uh, movie week weekend movie uh, by sabudana things and uh, it has kalki and revathi and uh, both are amazing actors both of them did wonderful job i mean like kalki is my all time favorite but uh, this movie is i don't know why i have not watched it till now but uh, i just loved it and uh, special mention about uh, kalki's earrings and also kanum's earrings her girlfriend sani gupta's earrings i mean like they are so inventive i was like i want all those earrings right now but i can't get them <laughs> uh and the other good thing is uh, this joke aside they have presented a disabled person as a person capable of doing mistakes most of the times what we do is either we shun them into oblivion or put them on a pedestal of perfection where from where they are they cannot do any mistake because they are there but they showed kalki's character as a human character who can make mistakes who is ready to face the consequences of her mistakes and was you like as all that's all i can say it was a wonderful movie you can watch it on netflix i believe or wherever you watch your movies um, coming to the books i read three books detransition baby by torres peters my god wonderful book wonderful wonderful book definitely polarizing definitely few passages are hard to read and they we will not agree to most of the passages out there some passages out there but 
still definitely a extremely queer book which people need to read to know about queer life to know about trans lives to know about the trans experience in today's world like primarily white trans experience or color trans experience in other countries but still it is an essential read is what i would say then i also read uh, criminal love by a raja rao if you are listening if you are hearing any so- sounds those are my dogs they cannot stay quiet so just ignore them so criminal love by a raja rao uh, back to criminal love uh, i would say it's uh, it's a good book at least i'll start with that the section the part on section 377 was really informative the other parts i thought they were a bit conjectural but then i'm not as well read as uh, uh, mr a raja rao who is a professor in english in pune retired professor i believe so from my viewpoint the book is a little conjectural but still if you want to check it out it's uh, quite engaging then the third book part of another book club by sabudana things if bailey street could talk by james baldwin i mean like what else can i say james baldwin the name says everything and the book is so emotional it broke me to tears multiple number of times like like there was so much emotion it is dated definitely dated because the treatment of the woman in the book is something which i didn't like much but that's what happens with dated books like you can't expect jane austen to have all the feminism or all the feminist uh, thoughts of today's world or 21st century she was feminist in her own way for her own time but in the same way this book is also dated but it tells about how black people or black young kids are pros- prosecuted or put in jails without actually them committing any crime and thereby ruining their lives and it's not a small thing it's still happening so we also will be covering one gay artist per episode and this time it is Ryan Cassetta uh, about whom uh, I'll discuss later so enough of my useless banter let's jump into the main topic of the day with handsome Riddhi and Harsha too bad this is an audio podcast and you can't see them but i know them and i can see them so <laughs> enjoy hi riti hi uh we have riti here and uh, shortly we should have uh, harsha also i believe and we have harsha also so Hi. hello so we'll give the stage uh, to harsha and riddhi and uh, and uh, that's about it i guess <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, would you like to introduce yourself harsha and then uh, go ahead with the uh, rest of the uh, podcast sure sure So yeah uh, I'm Harsha I identify myself uh, as a cis gay man and my pronouns are he him his uh, I work as a business analyst and I'm also uh, passionate about designing and uh, yeah I'm gr- I'm glad to be here with Vikram and Riddhi today Hey Riddhi welcome to the podcast Hi Harsha 
Yeah, uh, hey, I've uh, listened to your previous episode on Stonewall. It was very informative. Thank you for doing that. Much needed. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for saying that. Um, Riti, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, happy to explore history, uh, queer history. Uh, I'm Riti. Uh, I am a non-binary lesbian, and my pronouns are she and they. <clears throat> no preference. Uh, and uh, right now, I'm still trying to figure out if I have a preference or not. Uh, and yeah that's uh i'm an english teacher yeah that's awesome um so i have a i, I have an icebreaker question today um before we jump into the discussion so the question is who's your current queer icon so i'll go first uh, my current uh, queer icon is rupal so rupal is a american drag artist singer and a famous tv host uh like initially i used to have a very limited knowledge on lgbtq spectrum but then uh, i've learned about a lot of terms and a lot of identities after watching her show so yeah she goes with the pronouns both uh, he and she so yeah uh, she is my current icon anyway aridhi who's yours it's like really difficult uh i mean i think a lot of people in my life right now are my current queer icons like my friends and the people at queer nilam uh the people from front runners just uh and my friends like my queer friends but uh if i had to name a celebrity then maybe uh i don't know like all time favorite maybe might be like freddy mercury and recently more recently maybe india moore yeah <laughs> that's nice that's nice yeah. Uh, so i will also go for this question yeah. and i was i am in my queen phase right now so i am like accessing on queen songs so it is pretty mercury it they keep changing uh-huh. my so <laughs> i am like since i don't know since one week i am accessing on queen all types mm-hmm. of songs and all so it's pretty mercury yeah for me after <laughs> after i watched like bohemian rhapsody but like i i, I always liked queen's music But after I watched Bohemian Rhapsody like I was just in love like he's like yeah I also tried to like do some version of him at like a drag king show once like Ooh. yeah that was, awesome. that was really fun yeah <laughs> must be awesome um so yeah uh, you said you identify yourself as a non-binary person so uh, let's uh, get into the discussion so what is this non-binary identity or what is the non-binary status uh what does non-binary mean so yeah. um non-binary means uh any gender that lies outside of the binary uh man or woman uh so that's the binary that society has like created the gender binary uh and uh, and everyone is expected to fit into it like uh the be either a man or a woman uh but uh non-binary is just any person who doesn't feel like they fit into that they're non-binary yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, but uh, when did you realize that you are a non-binary uh, person or associate yourself with that with that identity? That's that's honestly been like quite a journey because only recently I've like fully embraced that identity like I've been question because I've not not always known because the, we grow up in a society that is so binary that uh growing up we don't have any non-binary people around us do we like everyone's either a man or a woman. 
so i didn't even know like you could be non binary until i was um i think in university uh until i was like 19 years old maybe i like didn't know that non binary people existed and uh and when i heard like uh and when i started talking to people who were non binary and start understanding the whole concept of gender more like not just to non binary people but through like reading about feminism for example like i uh i don't know i could relate to experiences other non binary people or gender fluid people had had and other trans people had had like uh and um and and like i that, that's when i started questioning my gender identity because until then i was uh i, I like i had been through a journey where i questioned my sexual identity uh not not really question but like like had a journey into like accepting that i was a lesbian first uh you know through my teens i would say i was like trying to figure not really figure that out like i always knew that i was like a lesbian but like accepting that so after i uh became comfortable with my sexual identity uh i um i think yeah uh after understanding that gender fluidity existed and like uh talking to trans people and non-binary people i uh really i started that's when i started questioning my gender identity when i was like i think 19 or 20 years old and uh, yeah like over the past two years i've been like saying people that yeah i'm gen- I'm, i was a gender fluid woman i initially uh identify myself as a gender fluid woman but now i i just think woman the the li- label of woman doesn't really make sense to me anymore yeah like identifying with that yeah. so i think non binary is just what fits yeah 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 it must be quite a journey like yes as you said um, there is more dialogue and discussion about non binary very recently um, we never had any representation before uh, but um, uh, is non binary a single identity or is it a is it a is it like an umbrella term for it's, more identities it's a really vast identity uh like uh someone who's like someone who is gender fluid gender queer a gender gender neutral all of these like in addition like so many other identities it like the way every non binary person understands their identity i think is different cuz i think the way everyone understands their gender identity is different like that's unique to each person so like the way each non binary person uh i think uh understands it is also different so i would say like Yeah it's it's like a really vast identity because it's the gender binary tries to define gender into two very strict roles but like why can't like why do every why does everyone have to fit into those two things mm-hmm. like those two categories so non-binary mm-hmm. is just so expansive that you the idea of even like I don't know. I kind of like yeah, it's just a really expansive identity for like anything that lies outside of that. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, what are the pronouns um uh, that a non-binary person can use? Because pronouns are really really Any pronouns. Important. So uh, generally most non-binary most non-binary people might prefer they them pronouns uh and use they them pronouns. But uh there are not like 
non-marrying people who can use she they pronouns he they pronouns even she, you know someone is using only she her he him pronouns like that is uh and if they if they say they're non-binary then they're non-binary like uh it doesn't really the pronouns you use do matter definitely you should always respect the pronouns that someone is telling you to use for them but uh not all non-binary people use they them pronouns i think that's a common misconception and yeah. a lot of like cis, a lot of uh cis people might like try to dictate like how to be non-binary by being like why don't you use they them pronouns if you're non-binary but like it's not it's it's not necessary that that's what feels right for every non-binary person right and some people like might even find like uh some people might find like binary pronouns like uh they they might feel um not right when using any binary pronouns like she her he him but um like for a lot of non-binary people like those pronouns can feel either gen, gen like neutral i i use she uh and they pronouns both she is i don't have like a preference between either i'm just used to she and i feel very neutral about being called she at this point uh i think but when my friends do use uh they them pronouns like when people do use they them pronouns intentionally especially like especially after i've come out and they're aware that they that 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 those are also my pronouns you know like uh that's like when they use those i feel like yeah they're acknowledging that i am non-binary and i actually mm-hmm. like i like that for that reason right that's you know i li- like them using they them pronouns for me yes. uh because it's like acknowledging that yeah i'm non-binary yes it's very important to uh, respect the pronouns uh but yeah as you said it could get uh, really tricky for some people to understand the pronoun especially uh since uh, you're an english teacher and i think i have asked you this question already offline but uh do you find it difficult to teach your students about pronouns without associating them to a gender you know uh i mean when during my english classes i am aware that like the often um the use of singular they them is like almost erased when we're teaching grammar Mm. which is interesting to me uh like the singular uh third person pronouns always he she for people right. and right. um yeah the singular they kind of gets erased like i i never really that uh you don't really teach that i mean right. in english we know how to fluent someone who's fluent in english knows that if you're not sure about someone's gender like you would refer to them as they them right but uh like i just said you would refer to them because i'm talking about this person i'm not talking about mm-hmm. a gender person just a person right so uh like so someone who's fluent would know how to use uh that in the singular if for the third person singular i think naturally but yeah uh it's not something uh, i think second language speakers are really taught how to do which is interesting to me yeah right uh, yeah you're right because uh, even in our schools i think we were taught uh, that they them are you know plural pronouns and uh, you know they are not used as singular pronouns but but all the time uh, in english we do use they them pronouns as singular yes yes we do. as well yeah yeah and uh, what are these uh, neo pronouns 
I've been listening, uh, hearing uh, about it lately. So, a uh, new pronouns are new pronouns uh, that people uh, like. I have some examples like Zer, yeah. uh, then the Z. It, like they're just new pronouns, and essentially, it's a pronoun that people invent for to identify, not not mm. not identify like. uh pronouns that they feel fit them you know if you can remember like i think the idea behind pronouns is that you use them in language when uh you don't want to continue saying repeats saying that person's name over and over again to refer to them right, right. so right. if you can re- remember someone's name uh so why can't people come up with their own pronouns like i said non-binaryness is like so expansive like uh there are as many a lot of people say there are as many genders as there are people uh and like this cuz someone else like said uh look at the stars man and woman are just two of the stars and like non-binary is like anything like all, all <laughs> the other stars right yeah so, um so like why can't there be like as many genders as there are people and right. uh, i think the idea behind new, new pronouns is that uh why can't we come up with like more ways to refer to ourselves than just they them like re- like the in mainstream english like singular they them is used uh uh for often sometimes for third person as a gender neutral but why can't there be just more not just necessarily gender neutral pronouns but just pronouns to refer to people different ways to refer to people yeah maybe maybe not everyone wants he she they yeah. so they should be able to uh be able to refer to themselves however they want yeah yeah i've always wondered of the purpose of using neo pronouns when we already have a few pronouns but then that stars enology is like uh it's it's an eye opener thanks for that uh and who's your inspiration in the non binary world you know uh Vikram <laughs> I don't know like I I had I hadn't met a lot of non-binary people like in university I knew people who yeah I guess in university I had met some people but I don't know like uh, I think in recent times like the only non-binary person I've like really gotten to know is Vikram and talking to them about uh gender and just not just gender but about things like yeah I I don't know like they're uh someone who and having someone else around me who's also non-binary has like helped me definitely like uh accept myself like yeah and also seeing someone who's older and um i don't know uh grew up in like maybe a similar background like i did cuz before that in when i studied in toronto like i was mainly surrounded by like white queer people uh like queer people who were like not indian and um didn't really like grow up with the same experiences so i didn't know like how to maybe relate to uh the people the queer people around me back in toronto but yeah i think uh vikram would be one of the people who have helped me that's uh, nice and uh yeah and like i guess uh, on social media like there are several people like mm. who have been doing the work to like spread awareness about non-binaryness and uh just 
them accepting themselves and just being their amazing beautiful yeah. selves like been like I'm beautiful and I'm on binary like you know um it just helped me love myself and just accept me completely in my uh, completeness like people like Alok Vimen and uh yes, yes. India more um uh, this yeah all all beautiful non-binary people um, yeah. out there <laughs> Yeah, I remember you mentioned Alokminan uh, in your previous episode also. Yeah. Yes, and so uh, uh, Vikram, Vikram could be really, really inspirational. Yeah. And uh, yeah, before we get into the closing comments, but uh, yeah, I just want to um, reiterate um, the things that you said, like uh, how our world is uh, completely made of uh, gender binary social system um, and uh, uh it is very, i mean it is very deep rooted in our society like for example um, uh, intersex children are often mm-hmm. operated with the male or female yes. uh, gender uh, yes. you know uh, but they even by a lot of there's a misconception also like okay like the gen- gender is binary but like uh, there's a misconception that sex is binary which is also like which erases intersex people exactly you know? and yeah Yeah and uh, one more common example is uh, just uh, let's say if we just walk into a shopping mall let's say mm-hmm. uh, everything you see there is gender binary like uh, the security check is for mm-hmm. men and women the fitting rooms are for men and women the washrooms are yeah. for men you know uh, capitalism has profited off of the gender binary that's not yeah. secret i mean yeah yeah okay i mean malls like gender uh gender binary fashion kind of uh exploits the existence of the binary right. it's you you make different products for men and women and then you for also like a lot of women's products can often be sold at like higher prices exactly. like if, if i'm using shaving products like i think i like i can it depends like okay women's products also like meant to smell a certain way but like if you don't mind like how mm. men's products smell like it also yeah. depends on your preferences but for me like yeah it's cheaper than i'll just buy like the men's shaving cream and razors to be honest so like a lot of products that it doesn't make sense for it to be like gendered right clothing like i said uh, a lot of cosmetics also like why is there like it's there's no it's not necessary that women prefer the smell of something over like men it's just marketed right. to us that way so and <laughs> and generally like women's products are like more expensive so It's no problem it's no secret that capitalism has like profited off that Exactly the entire I think capitalism is built on this binary and uh, a person uh, let's say who's a non-binary person walks into a shopping mall he's forced uh, to go I mean uh, to identify themselves uh, with one gender mm-hmm. to just to avoid the humiliation right that's so not fair uh, but uh, what yeah. do you think like uh, how do you think we can you know bring awareness to the people uh, towards non-binary identity of uh, what can we do uh okay i think ask uh i think asking everyone their pronouns firstly is is important uh i, I think for i, I just want to note that um asking people's pronouns could only might only be a good idea in like uh queer affirming space cuz uh I don't know like if you're with a non-binary person and I obviously you don't want to force anyone to out themselves but obviously they they would know what pronouns to use in that moment but uh they might I don't know 
uh, how to deal with that moment but uh um yeah i guess ask asking people their pronouns instead of just assuming the gender yeah just don't assume people's gender like i think that's one thing you can do exactly. and uh, telling people not to assume people's gender uh just based on whatever they've been taught to assume people's gender on yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's nice um yes that's very essential that's very important um and also being aware of like i think just uh questioning the gender binary yourself like in your day to day life like why does this just like yes. i think everyone could do that yeah uh yeah and uh and like putting trans people's voices at the forefront mm-hmm. of the conversation yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah we um i mean uh, uh without really uh, realizing we generally use a lot of terms like um uh, uh i stopped using uh, guys when i'm um, you know talking to my team i um, you know guys or or um, you know a uh, chair chairman instead of chairperson things like yeah. this i mean there are many words in english that you know that just erases a uh, section yeah yeah that is also like yeah non binary yeah. erasure in a way yeah you know anyway let's just hope uh, for a better world which is more uh, more inclusive and more accepting of everyone for who they are i yeah, yeah. amazing i had We're a utopia <laughs> where people <laughs> embrace fluidity like in every way not just in terms of gender but like right embrace change fluidity and mm-hmm. possibility of like not exactly. having to fit into like anything yeah yeah that's awesome let's just hope for that better world yeah <laughs> awesome so over to you vikram so that's a wonderful discussion we had and uh, thank you so much harsha and tarudi thank you thank, thank you, you for having us thank you for having us thank you for uh highlighting this uh at the end of non binary week yeah yes <laughs> happy end of non binary week happy non binary <laughs> week yeah yes. happy non binary life <laughs> life yes <Yeah>. that's right <laughs> we pray bye 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 the artist of this episode is Ryan Cassetta born on December 13th 1993 uh he's an american musician public speaker writer filmmaker and an actor what not that's a wonderful what should i say cv cassetta cassetta speaks at high schools and universities on the subject of gender dysphoria being transgender and speaks about bullying and his personal transition when he transitioned at the age of 18 years he has many hits in the music industry like soda cans we are the cool kids other friends daughter so and he's uh, uh, named in various lists uh, of uh, the uh, new upcoming trans uh, uh, actors doing music and he has also acted as a lead in a tv show called beamus uh, for which he won the award for best breakout performance we are uh, 
have hosting this song uh, gender binary fuck you by ryan cassetta so enjoy <laughs> for today folks and until next time remember have fun be safe hold on and never never give up or give in and if you want you can always reach to us at queernilamhyd@gmail.com bye see you next time